0: The blind Good morning. I brought you breakfast. I thought you might be hungry, but it sounds like I woke you up. No. No, it's okay. Uh, I'm
1: sorry. I'm in my
0: pajamas. I can change. <laughs> I'm the last person you need to worry about seeing anything. Oh, you're... Uh, blind as a bat. I think that was the saying. But not to worry. Just like the bats of old, I have other senses to help me get by. Now, I've got coffee or tea. I didn't know which you'd prefer. Tea. Please. Lovely. I also prefer that leafy drink. Here. Have the tray. Got all sorts of lovely things here for you. Courtesy of Haven's home planet. These are pretty fresh, all things considered. We were there a few months ago. Let's see. We have... Ikak spicy bread. Hilsaj hikakukeshi, sweet eggs. And to top it off... Hida saseshi, Which, well, it literally translates to goat berries. But I swear they're better than the name implies. It smells delicious. (laughs) Good. I can swear to Haven that I don't butcher their food when I cook it. Mmm.
1: This tastes even better than it smells. Mm. (laughs) Mmm.
0: Glad you like it. I didn't realize how hungry I was. Thank you. Um. Forgive my manners. You start to forget them around this lot. I'm Valentine. Thank you, Valentine. I'm... I'm Nim. Of course. It's a pleasure to officially meet you, Nim. You already knew about me? There's not a whole lot on this ship I don't know about. Captain might think she's got her secrets, but nothing gets past me. Have you known her long? The Captain, I mean? Might say that. Her family would stop into port every few Solars, typically for repairs. Sometimes they hired me, sometimes not. Got to see her grow up, in a manner of speaking. When she got older, I didn't see her for ages. Thought maybe she'd gotten tired of me yammering on while it worked. But then, lo and behold, one day she dropped in, out of the blue. Said she wanted to hire me. Wasn't about to turn that down. So yeah, I probably know Captain Alder's the best out of anyone here. Of course, that isn't saying much most of the time. It's not? Let me put it this way. If the captain's ever short with you, don't take it personally. She does it to me all the time. And the first time I saw her, her horns hadn't even come in yet. Oops, that'll be me. Must be something down near the engines. Wiring's been giving me all sorts of headaches. Got a dash. Don't want us to have to pull an emergency landing on your first real day here. Eat up. Oh, and Nim? Welcome to the Miriam. Thank you! Mm.
1: So good. I'll have to tell them how good that was. What's that smell? Oh my stars, is that me? What if Valentine suddenly smelled me and I I can't let anyone else smell me like this? Gotta find a sanitation room. Oh no. Oh no. Great, Nim, this is just great. Get yourself all turned around and- Lost? Ah! Fox?
2: That's my name, don't wear it out. Has little human lost her way?
1: Uh, I'm totally turned around. I'm just trying to find the sanitation room.
2: I'll bet you were. I can smell you from here.
1: You're an AI. How can you-
2: All sapiens smell. I don't need a nose to know you do too.
1: Oh, right. Can you help me find it? Of course I can. Um, will you help me find it?
2: Ugh, I have nothing better to do. Of course, I live to serve. Come on, human, follow the dulcet sound of my voice.
0: Okay.
2: Right this way, turn left. Nope, your other left. Now right.
1: And
2: here, third door on your left.
1: Thank you, Fox. (laughs) Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Uh, Oh, hi, Nim. Nothing like a good scrub, am I right? Uh, Haven! I... What's wrong? Oh, right. Humans don't like seeing other people naked, do they? Valentine keeps trying to remind me of that. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm so sorry. I'm just gonna.
2: <laughs> Next one down is empty. Smell you later, human. It's Nim. Don't care.
1: Nim. Come in. Welcome to the flight deck, Nim. Oh my goddess. We're in space.
3: Uh, yeah. Been flying most of the night. Didn't the engines wake you up?
4: I guess I slept right through it. You must have been exhausted then. This ship is lots of things, but one thing it isn't is quiet. Guess I was. That's space. Just right there.
3: So close I could touch it. I do advise against trying to, uh, touch space. You hungry?
1: Oh, no, um, actually Valentine brought me some food that they'd cooked.
4: They did what?
1: Valentine cooked for
4: you? Are you certain it was Valentine?
1: Um, yes. Unless you have more than one mechanic on your ship who's blind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> They've been holding out on us. They haven't cooked for us in stars. How damn long? <laughs> About a year, Captain. A year? What did you do to win their affection, Nim?
4: I-I don't know. Maybe it's because she's human, just like Valentine. It has been a while since they've gotten to be around their own species, Captain.
3: I suppose it is time we had more than one human on board. Could not hurt our diplomatic standing, that's for sure.
1: Not sure everyone's happy about another human on board.
3: What do you mean? What did Fox say to
1: you? He didn't- I wasn't- I didn't mean to- Fox!
2: I would be happy to assist you in a moment, Captain. However, right now, I am running diagnostic checks. Diagnostic checks you asked me for. Checks that help keep all of you breathing. So if you'll excuse me-
3: Fox, what the hell did you say to Nim?
2: I couldn't say, Captain. I simply have so much I've been processing. Let me pull up those data files. Forget it. I said, forget
3: it. It doesn't matter what you said. Nim is going to be staying with us, whether we like it or not. So, do us all a favor and try and learn some manners, like a proper AI.
2: You be a proper AI. scrap <sighs> metal.
4: I am sorry for whatever he did, Nim. Don't pay him any mind. We're happy to have you.
1: Yeah. Thanks.
3: Ah! Nim, Nim,
1: what's gotten into? What's wrong?
3: My back. Your back? <laughs> the map? What's going on? Nim, let me see.
4: Nim, Captain, is she? She's fainted. We need to get her to Haven. She mentioned her back. What was she talking about? <sighs> She's the map by. What? Look. A star chart. Why didn't you tell me?
3: I was going to. I just. Hadn't worked out how.
4: So this is why she's here. I knew I didn't trust Johann Merckx for a reason. Was she... a slave?
3: He was vague on the subject. Now, can we please get her to Haven?
4: Yes, but you owe me a further explanation. Do not think I'll forget.
3: I'm not that lucky. Fox, get me Haven.
1: You're not going to like my answer, Captain. What a surprise.
3: I think the last time I actually liked anything you said was,
1: uh, three years ago? You wound me. The short of it is, I have no idea what's growing in Nim to make the map appear. Or, more importantly, continue to grow and change. If it had always been on her skin, that could be explained by at least a couple things. Genetic mutation, a tattoo, a very mad birthmark.
3: But- it is growing.
1: Which has left me at a loss, Captain. There's no good explanation. Not from the tests I've run.
3: Then run more. He he
1: releasing Kishi. Hey, no muttering
3: and Savelish. If you're gonna swear at me, at least say something, I can understand. You'd think after all this time you'd have at least learnt my dialect of it, Captain. I'm working on it. It's not like your language is widely spoken. Kinda made more sense for me to learn one of the big five.
1: Your logic, for once, is undeniable. Look, I've given her every kind of exam and test I can, unless you want me to stick her with a sedative and open her up.
3: That's not what I- we are not going to slice her open. I'm not a geno-slaughterer. I remember the Andra Massacre, Haven. Don't- don't you ever try and imply we do anything like those
1: monsters, you hear me? Sorry, Captain. Rennie, I always forget you're old enough to remember.
3: should cuff you just for implying I'm old. I always forget you're not being eight years younger.
1: Should cuff me for being insensitive. I know you're from an age of anti operation, a vegetarian. I know that about you. I was just being an asshole.
3: Nak. Neshishi Neshi Ishimatak.
1: Looks like you've been
3: practicing after all. I did use it right, didn't I? I know it literally means No the gods are glad.
1: No, you used it just fine. It means more like all is forgiven in conversation. But Really, Rennie, I'm sorry.
3: You're going to start sounding like our new guest. to keep saying sorry like that. Look, I know you didn't mean to offend me. Anyway, all we can do now is watch Nim and see what happens. She will need an exam chip in her to monitor-
1: Already taken care of. Chips in her arm. We'll be able to keep an eye on any changes.
3: Always one step ahead. Right, let me know the second you see any kind of activity. You know where to find me.
1: Aye, aye. Uh, You're awake. How are you feeling? Like I was shot. What I imagine getting shot feels like, anyway. Bai said you screamed. Was it that painful? I don't really remember. I know I was talking to her, and the captain, on the flight deck, and then... nothing. The captain? Is she here? I thought I heard her voice. Oh, she left a while ago. She wanted me to let her know when you woke up. She wants to see my back, doesn't she? It grew again, didn't it? The map? Yeah. Has it done that before? When it first appeared. But it didn't knock me unconscious. It was just sort of... there. Rennie mentioned. Kind of had to tell me when she and Bai brought you to me. Hard to keep secrets from your medic. Guess the captain got two for the price of one. The captain, she came to the estate because Harold Merckx had a map. She didn't know what was on it, where it led, nothing. But she came anyway. Spent so much for something that gave her no guarantees. Still doesn't. What's she looking for so desperately that she was willing to do that? I don't know. I mean, none of us really do. The captain's not very forthcoming about her past. All I know is something happened a few years ago, before the Merriam. And she's been looking for answers ever since. This isn't the first time we've gone looking for a map. And you're all okay with that? Doing work, hunting for something that you don't know anything about? <laughs> the captain finds us well paying jobs. She's not afraid of danger, or getting her hands dirty, and all of us getting to do things no one else would hire us for. Valentine, a blind mechanic. Bai, a draghead biologist who works in space. Fox? Anyone else would have had him reprogrammed years ago. And you? Hmm? What about you? You said all of us. You couldn't be a medic somewhere else? Oh, I just... I don't have the qualifications I'm supposed to. No fancy degree or references. lot of little things. You look exhausted. What do you say to some more shut-eye? Then you can see the captain. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you, David. Knock-knock, Rajikam. And where your path leads, we will.
5: is a Goose Thunder Podcasting Network produced podcast. Enjoy our show? Consider checking out all the others in our network. This episode, Adjusting, was written by Lacey Shaw and Sierra Mendoza and was directed by Lacey Shaw. The role of Nim was voiced by Nicole Penrod. The role of Valentine was voiced by Molly Roth. The role of Fox was voiced by Ben Moody. The role of Haven was voiced by Park High. The role of Bye was voiced by Emma Currens. And the role of Rennie was voiced by Teresa Villa. The opening music was No Fear by Molly Roth. And the closing music was Choices by Ben Moody and the Captive Swans featuring Molly Roth. Additional music provided by PurplePlanet.com. Special thanks to Ben Moody for our logo and cover art. You can find us online at our website inkstainprod.wixsite.com slash Miriam. That's Inkstainprod as in Productions P-R-O-D- wixite.com slash path of the Miriam. You can also follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram at path of the Miriam. If you like our show and would like to help us continue, you can support us on Patreon.com slash path or simply leave us a review. Thank you so much for listening.